Official visit season is officially underway for the 2023 recruiting cycle. Who are the prospects that South Carolina are hosting this upcoming weekend, and where do they stand with each individual prospect? We'll go over all that today on the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. Today's episode of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, Gamecock Nation. Happy Friday to all of you out there, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show for consistent and concise daily news coverage on your favorite South Carolina Gamecock sports teams. I am your host, as always, Andrew Lyon, and I've got a jam-packed show for all of you here today. We're going to be discussing some recruiting, because that's right. It is that time of year where all of the high school football prospects in America start to take their official visits to all of their different schools. The South Carolina Gamecocks are going to be hosting 13 football prospects for the 2023 recruiting cycle this upcoming weekend. So for today's show, I'm going to be going over each of these prospects individually and we'll tell y'all where South Carolina currently stands with each of those prospects. Before I do so, if y'all could please remember to please leave a five-star rating or like if you enjoyed today's show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. And as always, if you know a family member or a friend that you think would enjoy the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, Tell them what are they waiting for. Come on over here and join this great community. Again, I want to build this community up to be as big and as great as it can possibly be. And I don't care if you're a South Carolina fan. You could be a Georgia fan, a Clemson fan. I don't care which fan base you come from. I welcome all college football fans, college basketball fans, and college baseball fans, for that matter, to this podcast. And as always, thank you for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina sports coverage. So without further ado, let's go on ahead and get on right into today's show. So out of the 13 prospects who are going to be visiting South Carolina this upcoming weekend, I'm going to start with the prospects who I believe South Carolina leads for at this time. Starting off with four-star quarterback Dylan Lonergan out of Georgia. Now, in an article written by Wes Mitchell of Gamecock Central on an interview Lonergan did with Gamecock Central's Kendall Smith back in late May, Lonergan, when talking about South Carolina, said, quote, A lot of it comes down to Coach Beamer and just how personable he is, because I definitely talk to him more than any other head coach in the country for sure. And other than that, it's really just the fan base. It's really incredible, too. I always love it when I go up there. The atmosphere for a spring game was crazy, and every game that I've been to was absolutely crazy. So I've always loved my time up there. Now, in this same article, it was mentioned that Lonergan has an official visit to Stanford still on the docket for June 24th, and that he's thinking about making a decision in early July. And as of right now, I would still classify the Gamecocks as the leader, with Stanford being in second place still lurking around the background. And on three does agree with this as they predict that the South Carolina Gamecocks have a 63% chance currently to land Dylan Lonergan for his services. By the way, I am using all the star ratings for all these guys 
from On3's consensus player rating system. Now, the next prospect I think the Gamecocks lead for is three-star tight end Connor Cox out of Texas. He has been mentioned more recently due to the constant shifting of the tight end recruiting board for the Gamecocks. As the Gamecocks were heavily pursuing Ty Lockwood, Lawson Lucky, and Shvante Connor earlier in the cycle, but all these guys have committed to another school, and on top of that, they all seem pretty solid with their commitment. So, South Carolina then seemed to shift their attention to Reed McKeska out of Texas, who then committed to Clemson just a couple weeks after South Carolina had ramped up their interest, then McKeska decommitted weeks later, and now seems to be eyeing Oklahoma and Miami more so than the Gamecocks right now. So recently, in the last week and a half or so, the Gamecocks have offered three-star tight end Jackson Carver, who seems to at the moment be a heavy LSU lean, but does have interest in making a trip on down to Columbia. He also happens to be a teammate of 2024 four-star quarterback Dante Reno, who's a massive target for the Gamecocks. So Cox is someone who has been on the board for a while now and is someone whom the staff seems to be pushing more for as of late. Another prospect that the South Carolina Gamecocks, I believe, lead for at this time is four-star safety Jalon Kilgore out of Georgia. Now, Jalon has been considered a lean to South Carolina for most of this year, but recently has blown up with offers since he last visited South Carolina for their spring game, getting offers from teams like North Carolina, Nebraska, Michigan, Florida State, and Clemson. Kilgore also seems to really like Oklahoma as he's taken two visits there since he last visited South Carolina, including an official visit to the Sooners just this past weekend. So this is a really good time for the Gamecocks to finally get Jalen Kilgore back on campus. And while I do think South Carolina still holds the lead for this recruitment at this time, I do believe that the gap has lessened to a degree since he last visited during the spring game. So again, cannot emphasize enough how important it is for the Gamecocks to get Jalen back on campus this coming weekend. Now coming up next, I'll talk about a couple of more prospects who I believe South Carolina currently leads for at this time. And then I'll discuss some recruiting battles that are either a little bit closer, maybe South Carolina has some ground to make up, or they're... Maybe he considered a long shot for the Gamecocks. We'll be talking about all that in just a few moments. But first, I have a quick message from a couple of our sponsors. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info, where you'll find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Basketball Championship matchup. Remember how I mentioned the other day how Stephen Curry was the top favorite to win the championship series MVP. Well, apparently, Stephen Curry might be hurt after diving for a loose ball back in their Game 3 loss against the Boston Celtics. So, if you haven't made that bet yet, it's probably a good thing that you haven't done so, as the Warriors are now also down 2-1 to one in that series. You've also got the NHL Eastern Western Conference Finals going on right now with the Rangers and Lightning in the Eastern Conference and the Oilers and Avalanche in the Western Conference. And you've got regular season Major League Baseball, too, pretty much every single day. If you're a Braves fan, like myself, they've been doing pretty good as of late. And so if you want to bet the money line on a couple of Braves games, now might not be a bad time to do so. You'll also get all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC all the way to boxing. BetOnline acts as a continuous source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and much, much more. Head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? If you own a Honda Odyssey, a fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but it's only $216 when you buy that same part from Rock Auto. Not to mention, Rock Auto is a family-owned business that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So what are you waiting for? Because it's time to go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write LOCKED ON in all caps in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com all right, so to get back to some prospects whom South Carolina seems to be leading for right now, let's talk about four-star wide receiver Carmelo Taylor out of Virginia. Now, Carmelo Taylor is a prospect who has just recently jumped onto the scene for the Gamecocks as he received an offer from wide receivers coach Justin Stepp back on May 26th. He also, in the last week, just won the Virginia 5A state championship in the 100 and 200 meter dash for track and field. So to say that Carmelo Taylor is an athlete would be an understatement. As in an article written on 10-2023 football spring risers by On3's director of scouting and rankings, Charles Power, Power said of Taylor, quote, Taylor is an explosive vertical threat who blows by opposing cornerbacks. His speed was validated on the track this spring. Taylor consistently posted sub-11 second times in the 100 meters with a personal best of 10.59 seconds, close quote. While South Carolina has a chance to really separate themselves this weekend, Penn State is also lurking here, as they did offer the day after the Gamecocks and seemed poised to make a push of their own this summer. So this is definitely a recruiting battle to watch going forward at the wide receiver position. Another prospect the Gamecocks seem to lead forward right now is three-star safety Braylon Johnson out of Virginia. Now, Johnson is one of multiple safeties the Gamecocks are looking at for the 2023 cycle, and according to On3's recruiting prediction machine, the Gamecocks currently have a 41.2% chance to land him. In an interview he did with Gamecock Central back in March on an unofficial visit to Columbia, Johnson said, quote, The bigger people in the SEC, that was very appealing, just knowing I'd be able to compete with the best. Throughout the day, I talked with Coach Gray, the big kicker was me talking to Coach Beamer at the end, which really set the tone. He offered me in his office. That was a great experience, and I was very excited. Now, in this same article written by Wes Mitchell on Braylon Johnson, I found out that Johnson apparently already has a connection to the South Carolina Gamecock program. As Antoine Wells Jr., who transferred from James Madison to South Carolina this past offseason, is a former teammate of his. 
Johnson in this recruiting process has gotten other offers from Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Penn State, Michigan State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and Pitt, along with many others. So Johnson will be another one to watch in the coming summer months. So now that I've talked about some guys that South Carolina leads for or seems to lead for at this time, I'm going to discuss a few guys where South Carolina are in very tight recruiting battles with, maybe have some ground to make up, or, quite frankly, just don't know where the Gamecocks stand right now. Starting off with four-star edge defender Desmond Umeazulu out of Maryland. Now, South Carolina seems to be behind a couple of schools for this recruitment, as On3 Recruiting Prediction Machine has the Gamecocks behind North Carolina, Pittsburgh, and Ohio State. Now, in a video interview done with On3's Chad Simmons back on May 23rd, Umea Zulu did say that the entire coaching staff welcomed him with open arms when he arrived back on May 2nd for an unofficial visit, which did stick out for him in a very big way. Out of all the other schools mentioned earlier, North Carolina, as of this moment, does seem to be the leader for Desmond at this point in time. So the Gamecocks have some ground to make up in that particular recruiting battle. The next player in this group is four-star edge Jabron Harvey out of North Carolina. This is another D-line recruiting battle where the Gamecocks seem to have some ground to make up. On Three's recruiting prediction machine also has North Carolina in front here as well, with South Carolina, Louisville, and Oklahoma all in a heated battle behind the Tar Heels. While I have no quotes to go off of here for Harvey, this official visit, according to On3, will be Harvey's first visit to Columbia in this entire recruiting process, and his second-to-last official visit as he'll be visiting Louisville the following weekend. Considering this will be the equivalent of the staff rolling out the red carpet for these prospects this upcoming weekend, this is a visit that could leave a lasting impact on Harvey's recruitment and where the Gamecocks will end up at the end. So, a lot of potential here for the Gamecocks to potentially make a very strong case for Harvey as to why he should come to Columbia. The next player out of this group of prospects is four-star Dontavius Braswell out of Georgia. Now, while the Gamecocks have pursued running back prospect Ben Hall earlier in the year and continue to go after four-star running back Trayon Webb out of Florida, Braswell is someone the Gamecock fan base needs to know going forward as far as offensive recruiting is concerned. Coming off an official visit to Lincoln, Nebraska last weekend, it appears the Cornhuskers are in the lead for the Washington County High School running back. But On3's recruiting prediction machine has South Carolina in second place right now. And this would be Braswell's second visit to Columbia after being in town the day before the spring game back on April 15th. An official visit to Boston College will follow this on June 24th. And beyond those three teams, it doesn't seem like there's any other teams with real traction at the moment for Braswell. So South Carolina definitely in the game here with Nebraska and Boston College, it seems. And Trayon Webb, who as of this moment, I would maybe consider a Florida lean. He will be officially visiting the Gamecocks on June 24th later this month. So this could sort of depend on what all happens with that recruitment, which will then thus decide how the Gamecocks handle pursuing Dontavious Braswell. Now, the next prospect is four-star athlete Kelton Henderson out of Florida. Now, Henderson, according to Wes Mitchell of Gamecock Central, is being recruited to South Carolina as a wide receiver by wide receivers coach Justin Stepp. 
Kelton hasn't visited the Gamecocks yet in person, so this will be his very first chance to get an in-depth look into what the Gamecocks have to offer from a staff, facility, schematic, and academic standpoint. While On3's recruiting prediction machine has the Gamecocks in the lead at this time, the Michigan Wolverines aren't far behind as they'll get an official visit of their own from Henderson the weekend of June 24th. And I really don't have a whole lot of information beyond that for Kelton Henderson because he kind of falls in the same parameters as Jabron Harvey does in the sense that Henderson just is not, at least from what I've seen, he does not really post a whole lot about his recruiting on social media or on Twitter at least. And like Harvey, he hasn't visited the Gamecocks yet. So there really hasn't been any reactions to Gage when it comes to how Henderson feels about South Carolina. Now, obviously, South Carolina is going to have a very good opportunity here to really su- uh, supplant themselves as the team to beat for Henderson's recruitment going forward this upcoming weekend. And considering a lot of the upperclassmen wide receivers South Carolina has on the roster this year, it is extremely imperative that South Carolina really makes a push for some of their targets on the receiver recruiting board. And Kelton Henderson would definitely fall in that category. Now, coming up in just a few moments, I will discuss a couple of more recruits that South Carolina is in a very tight recruiting battle for, and a couple of guys who, while highly touted, seem to be long shots for the Gamecocks. But before I do that, I have a quick message from our friends over at Built Bar. Now, if you're all like me, you have a hard time trying to find food that not only tastes good, but is also healthy for you to eat. And trust me, I know because I just went to the grocery store yesterday and it was very difficult for me at times to try and find food that I knew would be better for me to eat. You know, like a caramel chocolate brownie. Okay, but seriously, what if I told you that you could have that caramel chocolate brownie plus 17 grams of protein? Yes, that's right. You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available now at Built.com, but you got to act fast before they're out of stock. These bars will help solve your problem of trying to find that tasty post-workout snack. Plus, the macronutrient counts are unbelievable. Only 130 calories, still 17 grams of protein, like I mentioned earlier, and only 4 grams of sugar. But the best part about this bar is caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. There's a big misconception in the world of fitness and nutrition that in order to meet your goals, you have to sacrifice taste. But with Built Bar, you don't have to sacrifice taste to be healthy. You can have the best of both worlds. And all Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There are a million reasons why you should try Built Bars, and having caramel brownie bars are just another reason why. With Built, Tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com right now to get your box of caramel brownie bars. And if you're looking to save money, we've got you covered there as well. When you go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's LOCKED in all caps, 1515 at the end, for 15% off at Built.com. Go right now while the offer lasts. Okay, so to get back to some of the really, really closely contested recruiting battles South Carolina are in right now for some of these prospects who will be officially visiting this weekend, the second to last prospect we're going to discuss is three-star offensive tackle Aluwatison. Bobalade out of Maryland. Now, the Gamecocks seem to be in a three-way battle here for the massive offensive tackle out of DeMatha Catholic School, the same school where Gamecock running back Marshawn Lloyd played. Along with the Gamecocks, 
on Three's Recruiting Prediction Machine, lists Rutgers and North Carolina as the two other contenders for Babolade services. Now, Babolade, back on June 1st, did release a top seven, which included the Gamecocks, Rutgers, North Carolina, Maryland, NC State, Michigan, and Ohio State. This will be only his second visit he's taken to Columbia in this recruiting process and will be a big chance for the staff to try and gain some ground and potentially put themselves out in front of everybody else. Bible Aid kind of falls, again, the same category as some of these other guys like Henderson and Harvey, where he's just not very vocal about the recruiting process and sort of where all these teams stand for him at this time. And so because of that, it's been very hard to sort of get an idea of where South Carolina really stands compared to all these other teams. Now, I would say personally that South Carolina is up there, and South Carolina definitely has an argument to make, or maybe I shouldn't say argument, but they definitely have a big pitch to make to Bobolate in the sense that South Carolina's entire offensive line this next season, most of the starters, I think four of the five starters are seniors. The fifth one is a junior. And so South Carolina really is in desperate need of offensive linemen, both in this cycle and in the 2024 recruiting cycle. And some of these guys that they end up getting, they could end up starting from day one as true freshmen. Now, is that the most ideal situation to be in for offensive line in college football? Not necessarily, but I mean, a guy like Bob Lade, who on three just by themselves has him as a top 200 prospect. So, Bavalade is a very good player, and I mean, you could tell by some of the other offers that I've listed off that, you know, it's very clear that there's a lot of really prestigious programs who think very highly of him. So, this is a very, very important recruiting battle for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Quite honestly, out of the guys that are visiting this weekend, I would put this in the top five when it comes to the positional importance of the recruiting battle itself. Now, the last player whom South Carolina is in a very contested battle for that is visiting this weekend is three-star safety Cameron Upshaw out of Florida. Now, out of all these guys who are officially visiting the Gamecocks this weekend, Upshaw may take the cake when it comes to being a prospect who is extremely active on Twitter with his recruitment. South Carolina seems to be in second place in this recruiting battle, according to On3's recruiting prediction machine, as the home state Florida State Seminoles are the perceived favorites right now. In an article from May 26th written by On3 recruiting writer Jeremy Johnson, Upshaw told Johnson that South Carolina made his top five list that he had released that day because of player development and the relationships he had built. This official visit marks Upshaw's first visit to South Carolina since January 15th, so it's been a fat minute since Upshaw last came down here, or I should say came up here to Columbia from Florida, as he's visited every other school in his top five at least once, with the exception of Arkansas, who he'll be visiting later this month. Florida State, I think, will be tough to beat here, so this weekend will be a very important one with regards to Upshaw's recruitment in order for the Gamecocks to try and gain some ground here. So moving on from some of the more contested recruiting battles out of all the prospects visiting this weekend, I'm going to now uh, talk about a couple of prospects whom it seems like at this point South Carolina is a long shot to land. Starting off with four-star defensive lineman Kelby Collins. Now Kelby Collins, according to On3's consensus player rating system, is the highest rated player who is going to be visiting this weekend. But when talking to Hayes Fawcett of On3 Sports, the day he released his top five, 
the previous month, Kelby Collins stated, quote, I grew up an Alabama fan. They're close to home, about 45 minutes to an hour down the road. They put players in the league every year. First round, second round. Regardless, you'll go to the league if you go to Bama, I feel like. Oh, and by the way, Kelby Collins is from the state of Alabama. So if there's a player in Alabama that Alabama really wants badly in terms of football, they are probably 98% of the time going to end up getting that player. So, yeah, this seems like Alabama's to lose, or this recruiting battle, I should say, seems like Alabama's to lose. But on South Carolina in this same article, Collins did say, quote, I like the way Coach Beamer has changed the program. I feel like they could be a top 10 program if they bring in players like me. Coach has something special going on. And Coach Lindsey has a real plan for for me, the way he wants to use me as an edge rusher. So a lot of high praise from Kelby Collins about South Carolina, which I do think is a big reason why he is officially visiting this weekend, because in a sense, he may feel like that he owes it to the coaching staff to come over here and really get a real in-depth look as to what the program can offer someone like him. And you got to appreciate that from guys like Kelby Collins in the recruiting process, even though, again, it very much seems like that Alabama will win this one out in the end. And the last player I'm going to talk about is four-star wide receiver Jaden Greathouse out of Texas. Now, wide receivers coach Justin Stepp, he deserves a lot of credit here because he has used his ties to the state of Texas in a big way with this recruitment. He's managed to get Great House to visit once before during the spring, according to Gamecock Central's Wes Mitchell. In an interview that he did with On3's Hayes Fawcett back on May 1st, Great House said of South Carolina, quote, Coach Beamer has been recruiting me for a long time, and he's been the same guy through and through. Same goes with the coaching staff. They are an up-and-coming program and building something special. Again, very similar to what Kelby Collins said in his interview. So you can see where this coaching staff is really starting to get South Carolina's foot in the door for these highly touted prospects. It is a real big deal to be having guys like Kelby Collins and Jane Greathouse to be talking about South Carolina the way they are, which I think really shows if South Carolina can find a way to capitalize off what they've done this last offseason, this upcoming season, and say win seven-plus games in the regular season, I think that a lot more blue chip national level prospects are going to be more they're going to be looking more closely at South Carolina as a whole but despite the high regard great house has shown to South Carolina it appears as if he's Notre Dame's to lose as the Irish according to on 3's recruiting prediction machine have a 95.4% chance to land great house in the same article with Fawcett Jaden said of Notre Dame quote it is a very special place. The coaching staff is very young and electric, and the potential they have is crazy. They have one of the top 2023 recruiting classes in the country and are going to have a bright future. So, yeah, based off that quote, even just the very first part where he says it's a very special place, sounds like the Fighting Irish are going to get themselves a real good receiver out of Texas fairly soon. But again, you know, the fact that Great House is visiting Columbia, I think really speaks highly of him and the character that he has that despite the fact it seems like he'll be going to Notre Dame in the end, that he's going to still go and show love to the coaching staff, to the entire staff as a whole and the program for showing him the attention that they have in his recruiting process. So with that being said, y'all, that is going to do it for today's episode 
of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. I hope that you all thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget, please leave a five-star rating or a like wherever you listen to your podcast daily. And also, if you want constant updates on what is going on in the world of South Carolina Gamecock sports, especially football, since football season's coming up pretty soon, go follow me on Twitter. You can find me at a lion underscore SC. That's at capital A, capital L, Y-O-N, underscore capital S, capital C. I have to admit, I really don't see maybe any instant commitments out of this group this upcoming weekend. We definitely have a few guys that maybe we could solidify our position for, and we also have a lot of close recruiting battles that maybe we could supplant some teams and take the lead for those particular recruits. So keep an eye out this weekend. Probably be a couple updates from me as I see them on the interwebs. And of course, I will probably have some reaction on this big official visit weekend this coming Monday. So keep it tuned in to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast for any future updates on all this. Have a great Friday and a fantastic weekend. Now catch you all on the next one.